League Legends Fantasy Football. Hello, hello, everybody. It is Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. You are listening to League Legends Fantasy Football. I am Mad Nerd Martigan, and I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Ed Mack. How's it going, brother? Oh, it's going great, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Things are going okay over here. Not, you know, Nothing to complain about. Yes, sir. After the hiatus, man, let's get into it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so we are one day away from the start of the 2022 NFL season, and we really kicked things off with a banger. And I was thinking maybe we could hit the first half of the, uh, the slate for the weekend. And uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Bills at the Rams for Thursday night. Cannot wait. It's finally here, man. The wait is over. Get your popcorn ready. I think the NFL did a great job this year making a good schedule. We're not stuck with the, you know, the Lions or somebody like that on a on a Thursday night, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I I'm I'm, you know, really uh really amped up for this game coming up tomorrow night. Cannot wait, man. Yeah, I I'm I'm thinking that uh, you know, it's it's gonna be a, an exciting game. We got a lot of fantasy pieces going, you know, that are playing in this game, and I'm really excited to check them out because I got a, I I know you got a bunch of pieces. I got a few myself. So, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, some of the players from the Bills? So, in this game, you want to get all your chips on the table, man. This could be a high scoring game. So, you know, on the Bills side. There's not too many pieces that I won't play. Maybe Zach Moss. I feel like he might be the the guy left out of that backfield. But even Singletary and Cook, I'm up to play if I have to. Sure. Uh, But all your guys, you're gonna you're gonna go with them, man. Josh Allen, he's he's locked in your lineup. Diggs, Isaiah McKenzie, Knox. You drafted them. You're going to play them. What about you? Who you think? Yeah, you know, I mean, I feel I feel very similar. You know, I'm going with Josh Allen. I'm going with Diggs. I'm going with Gabe Davis. I'm going with Knox. I'm going with McKenzie. The running backs, uh, you know, Singletary and Cook. I mean, depending on how deep your leagues are. But, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with rolling them out. Zach Moss is where I draw the line. And, uh, you know, I think from what I read, he's been uh, put down to RB3 on the depth chart, right? Yeah, yeah. So, he's definitely going to be the odd man out. Uh Definitely not playing him. Honestly, why'd you even draft him if you drafted him? Right. Uh, what were you doing? So rethink your uh <laughs> rethink your whole process there. <laughs> so uh what's your pick for the game? Who you got winning it? Um, so uh spread wise, I mean like it seems pretty close. I think they said Buffalo minus two and a half, right? Yeah, but right now you got Buffalo at minus two and a half, over under at fifty two. Yeah, so I mean I have – I mean, I think the Bills take that game 37-35. We're, we're right in the same wheelhouse. I also got the over on that one, over the 52. You got so many weapons, man. That that could be a shootout. Yeah, uh, first game of the season, too. Definitely, man. So, I'm I'm going the same way, man. I'm going the same way. Um, there's been a little bit of Money coming in on the under, though, I don't know why. It's, it opened up at 52 and a half. Now it's down to 52, and I'll, I'll take that. I'll buy that dip every day. Yeah. So I'm a, I don't know what the what the public is thinking, but. I yeah, I mean, was there some, like, weather expected or something? I there mean, is. It's, it should be wet and rainy, but Josh Allen, he plays in that a lot, man. And yeah, things, yeah. It doesn't really affect him much. No, 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 no. I mean, I know, I know. Stafford was accustomed to the dome in Detroit for a long time, but he's he can play anywhere. I'm not worried about that stuff. Exactly. He just won a Super Bowl, you know. No, I mean, are you are you feeling? I mean, with now with uh, the Rams side of the ball, are you feeling confident with Stafford's elbow? I am. I am. First first uh, game of the year. I think he'll be juiced up, man. Whatever issue he has, they'll get him shot up. They'll get him ready to go. And I'm not scared to play anybody on that side of the ball either. I'm going Stafford if I got him. Cooper Cup, he's locked in. Allen Robinson, I'm excited to see him. Uh, I'm playing Henderson as well and Akers. Nice. Um, yeah, man, you got to throw your guys out there. The only one that I will be sitting on the Rams side of the ball is Tyler Higby. Okay, now let me ask you something right now. So that pretty much answers this one question. Uh, when it comes to starting the tight ends, you'll start Dawson Knox over uh, Tyler Higby. 
Definitely. Higby has been, you know, he's been slowly rehabbing that injury he had in the Super Bowl. And, you know, I have him in a couple dynasty leagues, and he's just sitting there way, way down on my bench, and I'm not even going to look his direction. I got you. I got you. Yeah, he definitely uh, had some, some you know, case of the dropsies in a few games last year and then missed some time with some injuries and that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, all right, so Higby, you're out on. Knox, you're starting. Uh, as far as some uh, running backs, like somebody like Singletary from the Bills, are you starting him over somebody like Kareem Hunt? No, not at all. I'm already not a big fan of Singletary. I think this year James Cook will take over that starting role. But um, Cleveland's going to lean on that backfield a lot this year. Yeah. And Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb will be starts every week, if not, you know, flex maybe for Kareem Hunt. But you'll be able to start him week in and week out. I'm not worried about Kareem at all. Nice, nice. I, I, I enjoy hearing that as a, as a Hunt owner. Um, I've seen, uh, you know, I've read, you know, a couple of things here and there about Singletary really showing out. I was wondering if he was going to take the leap, but with the addition of, of Cook, um, I think once again, like Moss did last year, it just spells him. And, uh, you know, it's probably going to be a little bit – I mean, I think Singletary should get some some run, absolutely. The, 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 the offensive attack is going to be on point again, so I'm really excited for that. But it remains to be seen what, Sing- what Singletary's role is going to be for this year. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the kid, though. I think, I think he's done enough to work to get – to get some more uh, carries in there, you know, before they really see what the rookie can do. Right on. Um, let's transition over to our division, man. What, what, how you feel about the Pittsburgh Steelers and Cincinnati Bengals? Ooh, uh, I think that's going to be a, a, a bit of a, a physical bloodbath, if you will. Definitely. You know, I think that's, it's going to be a, physical guys on both teams, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a great. I think it's going to be a great game. So how you feel about that number right now? It's been bet up to minus six and a half for the uh, for the Bengals and over under sitting at forty four and a half. Okay, well, I'm definitely not thinking that Cincinnati is going to. I think the game's going to be closer than than that that spread right there. So uh, I think since he wins the game, but I think it's going to be a little bit closer than that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking probably. I don't know. Like, I mean, if if the Bengals put up points, like they can blow them out. But I don't think I don't think Pittsburgh's defense is going to allow that. Pittsburgh's defense looks pretty good, so uh, I got the Bengals winning the game, but I don't think they're going to cover. Okay. What about the over under 40, 44 and a half? How you feel about that? That's that's a great number. So, uh, can the Pittsburgh Steelers, if it does turn into an offensive kind of game, can the Steelers keep up? I, you know what? I'm going to say I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to take the over on that. Okay. Me too. Me too. I got it right around 28 to 21. I got the Bengals covering at six and a half. Okay. All and, right. And uh, as far as fantasy goes, you're playing your guys. You drafted them. You're playing them. Joe Burrow, he's in your lineup. Uh, locked in. You're never taking them out your lineup. T. Higgins, he's in there. Um, Joe Mixon, he's in there as well. Oh, yeah. On the Steelers side of the ball, a little bit more hesitant. Not starting Mr. Biscuit. I'm not even drafting him. DFS, okay. maybe. Uh, but Najee, he's an every week start. Now, Deontay, if you drafted him, you're going to play him. All the other receiving options for me this week are wait and see for the Steelers. How about you? I'm definitely intrigued to see this connection between Mitch and his wide receivers. Am I starting Mitch Trubisky? No, I'm not starting Mitch Trubisky <laughs> in my, in my, on my team, but I'm really dying to see if he's going to be able to feed some of these guys because I would love to start Najee and feel great about it because I do. He's, he's a workhorse. Deontay Johnson would love to start him. Claypool, you know, he's a bit iffy. Pickens, I would love to start him. You know, Fryermuth, I'd love to start him. Um, you know, I just really need to see Mitch in a in an NFL regular season game. Um, I need to see that. So I'm I'm definitely interested in seeing seeing that game. But as far as starting guys, I mean Deontay Johnson, I think is a lock. Najee's a lock. Uh Claypool, if you're feeling frisky. Um, 
you know, Pickens, I think that, you know, if you want to wait a week, if you, you know, if you got nobody else, you know, if you have a good feeling, go ahead. I don't, I wouldn't hate it if you started them, but I, I think it's a little soon, you know what I mean? To, to start relying on Pickens. What do you think? Well, how do you feel about me personally? I would start Pickens over Claypool, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I would. Um, I've kind of put them in the same category right yeah. now. I want to see who breaks out. You know what I mean? Definitely. That's why, you know, for those those other guys are wait and see for me. I'll definitely start Fryermuth if you if you pick him late. He's locked in your lineup. You don't have a choice. Tight ends, yeah. then we get it. Yeah. But other than that, it's just Deontay and Fryermuth for me. Najee, that's it. That's it for the Steelers. Yeah, no, I got you. I, I agree with that. Now, if you had to pick somebody starter sit, let's see if you if you were if you're weighing your options, Deontay Johnson or Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton, I like it. And how about uh, if you had to pick, are you picking Claypool or Pickens? Pickens. All right, I like it. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, Eagles at Lions. You got any thoughts about that game? Love this game. I am very excited to see Philly. I am uh, invested in Philly to win their division, and I think this would be a great game. Um, Detroit is very underrated, man, and I think they'll give them a little run for the money. Now, I think Philly pulls it off. I actually think they cover the spread. Right now it's been bet up to four points. Over under at 48 and a half. I think that could go under. What about you? Wow, okay. Yeah, no, I like it, man. Honestly, I'm excited to watch the Lions as well. They're like that hardworking, gritty you know, it's we're not going to be pretty, but we're going to hang in there with you type of team. And I love, I love any team that's like that. I love so. I definitely look forward to seeing them play. And uh, the Eagles, um, that running game is is really, really not like nice to look at right now. And it's like really kind of rubbing me the wrong way as far as wanting to have any pieces of it. And I don't really want any Miles Sanders. I don't want any. Uh, you know, I have a little bit of Boston Scott. I'm like, yeah, I don't like it. Uh, I got Gainwell. He's apparently uh, kind of like not on the greatest side of the coaches right now. I don't think he had the, that great of a camp from what I read. So I'm just staying away from the, the running game. But I do think the game should be pretty close. I think that I'll take Philly uh, in that in that game and I think that they're only winning by a field goal so I would take the Lions to cover and the over under yeah no I'm cool with that I'll take the over on it right okay well let's get into it your RB2 situation let's say you got Kareem Hunt and Kenneth Gainwell who you going with I'm going Kareem Hunt all right well what about the the rookie out of Houston who you going with Damian Pierce or Kenneth Gainwell I'm going with Damian Pierce, and this is assuming Miles Sanders is out. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm honestly, I cannot trust or rely on that running game first week of the season with all the stuff. Like, if Miles Sanders is not playing, he's out. I mean, Boston Scott is going to get work. He's going to get enough work to be annoying to Gainwell and vice versa. I, th- I think that Gainwell is going to get enough to be annoying to to Scott, but I don't think Gainwell is getting the red zone stuff. Got you. So who are you playing over there? You, you rolling everybody out for the Eagles besides the running backs? Uh, pretty much, man. Honestly, like I'll I'll start Hurts with a smile on my face. I got I'll definitely start AJ Brown. I would even start Devontae Smith. I think that with the addition of AJ Brown, it's gonna un- unlock a lot of space for him. Goddard, if if you drafted Dallas Goddard, most likely he's your tight end one. You got you got to play him. So yeah, yeah, those are the guys I'm starting over there. How about you? Definitely same here. I'm not excited about Goddard, but if you draft him, you got to throw him out there. That yeah. position is just too thin. What about the yeah. Detroit side of the ball? I am so, so hyped to watch Amon Ross St. Brown. He's definitely a player that I'm huge on. I have as many shares of him. I, I think he's on every fantasy team I have right now. Um, he He's definitely someone I'm going to, you know, I, I, I'll start him. I'm, I'm literally about to start him possibly over Cortland Sutton. That's a decision I've been weighing. So, yeah, I mean, I'm all in on watching Amron St. Brown, DeAndre Swift. I'm st- if, if I got Hawk, I'm starting him. Jared Goff, if you're in a two-quarterback league, I think you should be smiling if you have him as your QB, too. Okay, those strong words. You know, I think he's going to have a sneaky season this season. I'm not, I don't think he's going to break any records, but I think that he, uh, 
he's got some some weapons over there that he can that he can you know do well with and uh, apparently he's been he has some connection with Chark over there which I find interesting because Chark is a big you know big fast receiver that you know I I don't think he's the greatest but hey you know what I mean like if it opens more space up in the middle of the field for guys like Hawkinson and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown I'm I'm with it. All right. Okay. So you're playing everybody then? Are you playing DJ Chark as well? Uh, I, I mean, depending on like the depth of the league, I, you know what I mean. But not, no. If, if I don't have to play DJ Chark, no. But I'm interested. In, I'm keeping an eye on him. You know what I definitely. mean? Definitely. Yeah, that's, could be a that's potential breakout guy, waiver wire pickup later on in the season. Yeah, for sure, man. Honestly, like they're gonna be throwing the ball, right? Like they're gonna be down, you know. So if 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 the quarterback's starting to develop some sort of chemistry with with Chark, and you know, I guess Goff would be the best quarterback that that Chark would have ever had so far in his, in his uh, young career, right? Sad to say, right? That's un- it's just incredible. Poor kid. <laughs> do better, Byron. <laughs> just, just, just dire. Just I'm, um, I'm but- with you, man. I'm excited for all the options they got. DeAndre Swift, he's more than like your, your RB one or two. He's locked in, PPR yeah. guy. Amon yeah. Ra, I cannot wait to see him. I got him in multiple leagues also. TJ Hawkinson, you got him. You're starting him. And Jared Goff, QB2, I'm definitely fine with that. You could definitely do worse. Right. Uh, I mean, why not? All, all the other guys, meh, maybe a, a shot in the dark DF, uh, DFS play. But other than that, you're sitting them. I like it, man. I like it. I really do. I, I Honestly, that's like kind of one of the sleeper games of the week that I'm I'm really, you know, I'm really definitely fired up to watch for some weird reason considering I'm yeah. a Jeffrey fan. <laughs> I, uh, on that one, I think Philly gets a backdoor cover. It's close throughout the game. Maybe Philly has a three-point lead, and then they just pull away late in the game. Okay. Uh, got them going under the 48-and-a-half, though. I think it could be a slow start. A lot of new pieces in these places, so we'll see how that goes. Okay. No, honestly, like, I absolutely see uh, see, see your points, see where you're coming from. It makes a lot of sense there. So, I think uh, you, pr- you probably you probably hit the nail on the head with that one. I'm, I might be a little overzealous with, this, with these two offenses right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, all right. So, let's move on to uh, – uh, Another game that's that's going to be quite interesting: the Patriots at the Dolphins. Oh, we we are both highly invested in Miami this year, and I can't wait to see this one. So, I'm excited. Everybody on the uh, Miami side of the ball, they're going out there. Uh, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Tua Tagovailoa is my QB two, and I can't wait to see it. I'm excited for Chase Edmonds think new start and he can finally take over and dominate this could really be his year but the only player i'm skeptical about is mostert really it's just so hard to trust him man so hard uh so sitting mostert it's gonna be a wait and see approach for me sure along with uh mike gusecki mike gusecki is sitting for me what about you yeah honestly i completely understand where you're coming from there mostert has uh We've had a lot of belief in Mostert, and he's he's a, a really spectacular running back. Unfortunately, it's just his body's let him down. And uh, now, apparently, he's in a, a really good place physically, mentally, and as well as, you know, the team that he's at. So I think that is smart with the wait-and-see approach and tempering expectations, but at the same time, like, being a bit excited about the, uh, the prospect that he could flourish um, there later on in the season. So... You know, I think they have him returning punts too, so that's kind of that's kind of nice to hear that like you know the, the team's trusting him, the coaches are trusting him to you know remain healthy and give him that added responsibility. So that's kind of uh, you know it's encouraging, right? Right. On the other side of the ball, who you like for the Patriots? Ooh, uh, so I'm not very high on the Patriots' offense this year, so I wouldn't. Mac Jones wouldn't be on my radar to start him. Um, Harris and Mondre is interesting to me. I actually, would like to know. If you had to pick one of those guys to start, who are you picking, Harris or Mondre? I am actually going to surprise you probably and go with Mondre. I'm hearing he's taking over that James White role, and I expect the Patriots to be down. They're going to have to throw it around a little bit. Hopefully he can get some check downs, get a few easy PPR points, and he might be able to uh, get a uh, RB1 score this week. What about you? I actually am in agreement with you for 100%. I'm definitely – on the Ramondre Stevenson hype train, I think Damian Harris has talent, but I don't believe that he's that that you know 
bell cow, you know, three down back kind of guy. I don't think his body can handle it. And it's shown in the in the you know past, I guess you know one and a half seasons that he's been there. He's constantly getting chipped up, banged up. Whether it's his rib, you know, he's got a body injury, or a, it's like it's like okay, dude, you're a running back. I get it. You're gonna get banged up, but like you know, if it's gonna be an every other week type of thing, I'm I'm out on him. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely jumping on the Mondre hype train. Uh, Devontae Parker, how do you feel about him? I'm not starting any receiving options for the Patriots. I'm just not. If you got a, you know, maybe maybe you're strapped at tight end, maybe Hunter Henry, but yeah. that's it for me. What about you? No Jacoby? No. No. I, I I I don't even look for those guys, man. I don't even draft them. If I can get them really, really late, maybe last pick, then yeah. But yeah. that offense, the way they run it, is just it's not conducive to, you know, points that you can rely on one day it'll be this guy another day it could be that guy so i'm not relying on a patriots uh receiver no it's a scary place to be right for sure but betting wise how do you like that number at three and a half uh no no i think i think the dolphins are going to smoke the patriots i do too you know i think it's going to be a statement game too uh for the coach you know i think that that uh Mike McDaniel's definitely, you know, really like looking at this like right out the gate. I need to, I need to, you know, say, you know, say hello. We're here. Like this is how we roll, type of thing. You know what I mean? I'm right with you, man. I am right with you. So for this one, I got barely going under the under of uh, 46 and a half. 28-17 score. Miami takes off. That puts you right up under that 46 and a half point. So. Miami. I like it. I like it a lot. Twenty-eight, seventeen. So honestly, like I, I feel that's almost like a little bit modest for the Miami uh, offense. But I'm, I'm sure that you know you're, you're putting into account that Bill Belichick. You know he's, he's Bill Belichick, so he's not gonna. You know, he shouldn't. He should. His game plan should uh, be able to keep them relatively within, you know, seeing distance. For sure, and you know they, they just play such a sloppy brand of ball. They like to run it. And run the clock out. So yeah, I don't see anybody getting to the forties or doing anything outrageous like that. But I think Miami has a comfortable win. Okay, all right. Let me ask you this real quick: uh, Who are you starting, Edmonds or Etn? Travis Etn. I am starting Edmonds. Ooh we. I I'm I'm. I don't know which way to lean on that. I love that you would uh, start Edmonds because I thought I was crazy thinking that. So that kind of like you know helps me feel a little bit better about that situation. I don't know if I'm overhyping Edmonds or if I'm undervaluing ETN right now, but I'm a little scared for ETN. He's been super hyped up this offseason, and James Robinson is coming back. So, yeah, that yeah. is a that's a wait and see. Now, if you drafted him high, you got him as your RB2, you, you're you more than likely going to have to play him, but keep an eye on that game. I am uh, absolutely in a little bit of concernish ways with this because I've read some things recently that both Etienne and James Robinson obviously are going to be on pitch counts, right? Obviously, Robinson coming from the the uh, partial Achilles tear, um, I, I read that he's going to be on a pitch count, and then I also read that Etienne is going to be on some sort of uh, I think they said between. 13 and 17 touches on the game. So if that's a pitch count for ATN, I'm kind of encouraged by that. Right. 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 So I'm, I, I like it. I mean, honestly, I kind of put them in a similar tier. I think they're both going to uh, have pretty good seasons. I'm a little worried. I'm a little bit, I kind of feel they're in similar situations, uh, you know, with Robinson and Mostert being the, uh, the pure rusher guys and Edmonds and Travis ATN being the, scat backs if you will uh you know I'm, I'm, i kind of put them in similar situations kind of similar upsides similar players similar size um you know so I'm, I'm i'm interested in seeing that so i was seeing where you were lying um on those two guys but uh no that's good stuff man i like it pat Dolphins is going to be a good game i'm definitely rooting for the patriots to just have a horrendous season this season and it's not, not even personal to be honest right same here man but you know let's keep it rolling let's head over to chicago Oh, let's do that for sure, bro. All right. So we're expecting rainy conditions, ugly weather. 
Justin Fields versus Trey Lance. We'll finally get to see Trey Lance. I know you're excited about that. What you got? I am. I am excited to to see Lance play, see what he can do. Can't believe that he said that he was a little annoyed that they brought Jimmy back. I didn't think that that was a good thing to say. What do you think about that? Yeah, I didn't. You know what? It's okay to feel that, but it's not okay to say it. You yeah, know, don't say like, that, bro. It's like, <laughs> don't come on, rookie. That. Come on, rookie. There's still players on that team that would much rather have him starting, you know? Yeah, bro, right? Exactly. Like, you've been there. Like, you've been the starting quarterback for, like, five months, barely, and no games played, and you're coming out saying, like, yeah, it was a little, it was a little uh, PO'd to hear that they brought him, you know, they brought him back, man. Like, shh, 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 shh. Right. So, how you feel about the San Fran options, fantasy-wise? Love Debo, love Ayuk, uh, love Kittle, the running backs. Um, if Elijah Mitchell was 100% healthy and there was no concerns or worries about him, I would be playing the trumpet, walking down the street, marching down the street, like, you know, praising him. Can't wait to see what he's going to do this season. I'm just a little concerned, kind of a lot concerned um, over the running backs that they are kind of grooming behind him because they're nervous as well. So what about you? What do you think? I'm playing him. As long as he's starting and he looks good pre pregame, he's locked in. Uh, this should be a good matchup for him. He should get in the end zone, too. Um, I am a little bit worried, though. Hopefully, he, he can get out safe, don't get nicked up anymore. And same here. I'm starting them all. Kittle's in my lineup. Ayuk's in there. Debo's in there. Trey Lance, even a little grouchy, but he's in my lineup. And Elijah Mitchell. On the Chicago side of the ball, there's only three guys I'm going with, man. Justin Fields, um, we're going with uh, Cole Komet, of course, and uh, Darnell Mooney. But that's it. That's all you can go with. No Monty? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monty, of course. Monty's in there. He's yeah. in there. He's locked and loaded, man. Uh, he should have a good game, too, just off of sheer volume alone. Uh, what about you? You like all the Chicago options? I like the four you said. I like the four you said. I'm, I'm, if I had any of those guys on my team, I'd feel fine with it. Justin Fields. I can understand if, you know, if you had him, if you're in a deeper league and he's your QB1, I can understand if you're a little, you know, a little uncomfortable on your seat right now. But I think that he, he's going to end up having a, a, a real nice season um, and be, you know, a pretty quality starter in the league. But, yeah, no, those four guys are the guys that I agree with. Now, let me ask you this. Are you starting uh, Brandon Ayuk over Elijah Moore? No. No, no, Elijah Moore, I feel like, is a, is just a higher-tier player. Got you, got you. Yeah, I saw they were going to similar uh, similar rounds uh, yeah. yesterday. I was in, I was actually pretty surprised by that. Yeah. Now, this line is a little more scarier for me. I could actually see it hit the seven. Uh, they got San Francisco favored by seven, over under 40 and a half. I'm much more comfortable going over the 40 and a half than I am taking – you know, San Fran minus seven. I feel like that game could just go either way, really. Yeah, I uh, – so I'm going to say that the 49ers defense is definitely going to show out. Um, and I, I'm, I'm going to say that the Niners it's at seven. Like, I almost feel like that's like a push. You know what I mean? Like, definitely. it's crazy. Um, but – the over under, I'll take the. I'm gonna take the over. It seems Man. just a little too low. It does. It does. First week, everybody's juiced up. There could even be, you know, like you said, San Fran's defense could score, and that could be whatever it, what it takes to push this game over. Yeah. But that line at seven, I don't know. I'm a little scared of it, man. I feel like Justin Fields. They they're gonna be throwing it around late. They're gonna be down. Yeah, maybe they could get a backdoor cover late. I don't know. That's a little scary there. I, I'm honestly like I, I'm not really impressed with the Bears' defense, so I think that this is kind of a perfect game for the 49ers to start a little slow in the first half and kind of be like, okay, here we go. Things are snapping, popping together, cl you know, clicking. This is great, and uh, you know, kind of put the you know put the pedal to the metal and force some more action out of the Bears in the, in the second half. So it could could get up there a little bit. I don't know. I'm definitely intrigued by that game, though. That's, that's going to be a, a kind of like a sloppy-ish kind of <laughs> introduction to Trey Lance and, uh, you know, the new look, new coach Bears. Right, and I can't wait to see how the offense is run. I want to get a look at it, see how I'm going to play my lineup going forward, though. 
Yeah, no, there's de- there's a honestly like there's not too many pieces on the bear side. You got those solid four guys, but on the 49ers side, I mean, you know, if you do have pieces of those running backs, if you do have Elijah Mitchell in there, yeah, if he's healthy and he's ready to go, I think you're right. I think you got to just you got to put him in your lineup. You got to smash. You got to feel confident about it. Now, probably the ugliest game on the slate headed down to Carolina. Oh, jeez, Louise. And this game is, I mean, the the line moved on this game more than anyone yet. Opened up with the Browns at minus four and a half. Then the Watson news comes down, and now Browns are one and a half point fa- uh, dog. Uh, how you feel about that? Uh, I I see the Browns winning this game. I do too. I, I I mean, so like, what what exactly do you see from the offensive standpoint uh, for Cleveland? You know what? I am excited about the running back room in this game. I think uh, they will feast. Also, David Njoku, if you're one of those guys that waited late to get a tight end, he's going to be in your lineup. Jacoby likes to target the uh, tight end a lot. So I'm starting uh, Njoku. I'm starting Kareem Hunt, starting Nick Chubb. And if you got Amari early, then you, you might have to bite the bullet and start him. What about you? How you? What Cleveland options do you like? Uh, pretty much exactly what you said. I'm definitely excited for uh, David Njoku. I think he finally is going to get what he wants. He's been in the league for a while, too. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, he's been in the league for a minute, and he's only 26 years old, which it's I found exactly. to be – is that not shocking? I, th- I thought he was going to be like 28 or 29 years old, but I was, I was surprised to see that he's only 26. So I'm excited to see what he's going to do. And uh, – Cooper, yep, I'm right there with you. You're going to have a, a level of uh, hesitation, you know, having him in your lineup right away. But if you did draft him early, then, yeah, you got you got to roll him out there. But Kareem Hunt, I'm excited to see what he does now. He's on one of my rosters. He's not in, in the lineup right now. I have a very wide receiver, heavy lineup, but I'm not going to lie – I've been itching to kind of squeeze him in there, but it's just it's just not going to work this week. But, uh, you know, he could end up being like an RB2 to me later on and surpass Josh Jacobs. Uh, who would you start there, Josh Jacobs or Kareem Hunt? Um, Josh Jacobs by a hair. Okay. Just because he is the bona fide starter, and that game is going to be a shootout. So there's going to be a lot of points going around. Maybe he can sneak in the end zone. Maybe he takes a screen or maybe he bust a long run, whatever it may be. But he's going to have a lot of opportunities. Yeah, he's their goal line guy. So I figured, like, Jacob's probably – you know, he that's where, like, the nod, you know, falls to him, right? Right. Um, but Brissett, you know, I think that he's going to be serviceable for his team to be successful as far as fantasy is concerned. Uh I, I mean, if you're in a two-quarterback league and you're hurting, then do what you got to do. But uh, as far <laughs> it's as – It's going to be ugly. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not – yeah, bro. You might have like – you might be like, you know, 18 for 29 for 176 yards. Yeah, but hopefully it one's a touchdown in Njoku. Right. Oh, listen, I, I, David Njoku might be like a rock star this year for real though, right? It's definitely possible, man. Yeah, no, it's crazy. What about the Panthers side of the ball? Oh, God. <laughs> so, over there, CMC, you got him. He's in there every week. Um, DJ Moore, you drafted him early. His ADP is high, so you got him. You're starting him. That is it. What about you? <laughs> DJ Moore or T. Higgins? T. Higgins, all day and night. All right. Based off of ADP, DJ Moore is the is the creme de la creme there, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, but, yeah, CMC <laughs> – but you're gonna watch CMC with like a bottle in your hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, of course, blue tent ready, bro. You know, I I just drafted him. He fell to me at the five spot, and I I I I was actually I was annoyed with the dude ahead of me. I was like, how? Why did you do that? Why did you, know you leave I mean? him like, for me? <laughs> I thought we were cool. I thought we were buddies. But no, when it comes to fantasy football, like it. As I was about to see who am I to who am I about to select here, I looked up and saw a big, you know, ear to ear smile from the gentleman that just passed that option on to me, and I just said, ah, ah, uh, 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 "Okay, fine, <laughs> got him." And now, yeah, now I had to go. You know, now Sunday's coming. I got to go to the liquor store and make sure that I have, uh, a, you know, a much some proof, right? 
Oh boy. Yeah, absolutely. Ready to go down, you know, couple, couple glasses ready, but uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. The no most, more. the uh, another play for you guys that are still in the old fashioned leagues, grab the Cleveland DST. You're going to fire those guys up. Ooh. Um, check out, you know, wake up early Sunday morning or late Saturday night. Look at the prop bets on this game. Scroll on down to the defensive player props or the defensive props in general and hammer the team total sacks for Cleveland. They're going to be gunning for Baker. He's been getting a lot of press with his comments. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney, they can't wait to see him. Yeah, bro. Miles Garrett is – I feel like he's, like, almost gearing up like a cannibal. Right oh now. yeah, he is. He is man. He cannot wait for this matchup. Neither can I. <laughs> no, I know. I know Baker's been one of your favorite players for a really long time. Dude, I, I couldn't stand him in college. I had to like him for his short stint here, but other than that, he can go to hell. Bro, I feel honestly like good riddance to the cat in Cleveland. And uh, you know, you want to stomp your feet. You want to. You want to act like a little kid. They're gonna treat you like a little kid. That's exactly and, what we're gonna do, man. <laughs> that's it. This is, that's, that's exactly that. what we're gonna do. Well, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do uh, ourselves a favor. We're gonna move on to uh, the Colts at the Texans. What do you think, bro? I love this game. Love this game. I got a yeah. lot of pieces here, and I cannot wait for it. Um, now, Colts, it is easy. JT, you're playing them. Pittman, you're playing them. Matt Ryan, QB two, you're playing them. If you yeah. went really, really late QB, I actually feel very comfortable starting Matt Ryan in this game. Defense as well, you're going to play them. What about you? Who you like on the Colts side? Colts side is, uh, is has got some some really nice pieces to it. Pittman and JT. If you have if you have you know any of those guys on your team, you're going to be feeling really confident. I mean, Pitt, Pittman has been. I, I feel he's been disrespected, you know, uh, as far as like you know being on the the top tier list of uh, talented wide receivers in the game now. You know, young talented wide receivers. So. I'm definitely looking forward to see what he's going to bring to the table now that he has Matt Ryan uh, throwing him the ball. Um, the coach talk says that Neheim Hines is going to get some work out of the backfield as far Just as catching irritating, passes. Right? <laughs> Just irritating, right? Yeah, it, but why do you have to say that? Like, why do you have to tell us that? Just if you're going to do it, just go ahead and do it. Don't tell us you're going to do it. I don't want to hear it. You know what? Better than that, just don't do it. I, that would be wonderful. <laughs> just you know don't. what I mean? If I mean, you're not up 20 points in the fourth quarter, coach, don't do it. No, no. But I've got to tell you something right now. I'm facing JT in the league. And when, when I did read that, I said, go ahead and do it. Go <laughs> ahead and do it. All right? Thank go you. Go to Hines, bro. Go ahead. Um, and then, no, how about, what do you think about the wide receiver twos? I just read, read uh, that they changed in the depth chart. Uh, the young rookie, Al Pierce, was moved up to wide receiver two over there. Do you, do you think he's going to have any fantasy relevance this year? I do. As you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of high on him actually. Yeah, I think he will. Uh, Matt Ryan has always been able to get the ball to his wide receiver too with consistency. True. So this week I'm not starting him, but if he's on the back end of my bench, he's sitting there, and I'm keeping it, my eyes glued to him. And see, maybe it could be a Julio and Ridley connection. I was so, just thinking that. So that is something I'll be keeping my eye on. Are you doing anything with a tight end option in Indy? Uh, no, I'm not. Me either. It's gross, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Mo Alley Cox. I think that if you put Mo Alley Cox in Tampa Bay, I think that you have a top five tight end. Yeah, he's he's a giant. I, I like that's that's. I mean, Tom Brady loves to target the, the tight ends in the red zone. I think that he's just you know that's exactly what would be wonderful. But as far as being in Indy, I think that. They, they got the kid Jelani Woods over there too, right? Yeah, yep. And then I think they got another guy over there as well. So It's just uh, crowded. Yeah, I'm, I'm out on the tight end room, that's for sure. Okay, well, over in Houston, I'm excited about a few options. I know you are as well. Uh-huh. Davis Mills, QB2, I'm fine with that. I think he'll have sure. a great game. Uh, Brandon Cooks, love him. I can't wait to start him in the league. Damian Pierce. He's in there. If you drafted him, he's in your lineup. I can't wait to see the rookie get off. Yeah. So, Nico Collins as well. If it's a really, really deep league, I have no problems with it. I feel like they'll be throwing the ball around a lot. They'll be trailing in this game. Yeah. So, if yeah. you got him and you got other options that aren't clear, injury updates and all that, I'm fine with it, man. What about you? 
Uh, I'm I'm complete agreement um, on all those guys, and pretty much you know you know echoing your sentiment. Um, they did add Tyler Johnson, which I thought was a really nice addition to the team from a, from you know a, you know the NFL standpoint, not necessarily fantasy. I don't know how relevant he'll be, but I do think that that will you know I don't know how involved he'll be right off the bat, but if he is going to be involved, I think that that definitely opens up some more room for Brandon Cooks to operate and for Nico Collins to operate. Because Nico Collins is a is a, a big, you know, big jumping, wonderful hands grabbing wide receiver. Brandon you know, Brandon Cooks is a little bit more of the shifty kind of guy. So, you know, with the addition of Tyler Johnson being in there, I'm thinking that it it just it, it alleviates more stress for, you know, Cooks and Collins. So I'm I'm really actually excited to see how how that team, uh, how the chemistry works out over there. All right, so let's see. Uh, Damian Pierce or uh, pick any option out of uh, as a city. So like Pierce over CEH or one of those guys, um, that's pretty tricky. So I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with – Damian Pierce over CH, but it's 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 like it's really close. What about the Baltimore options? Yeah, no, I'm I'm going with Damian Pierce over like so if it's if it's not JK Dobbins healthy, then I'm going I'm going with Pierce over uh you know Mike Davis or Kenyon Drake or any of those guys. All right, last one. I saw a lot of people had this question. Damian Pierce or Antonio Gibson? Uh, the coach just said they're going to give the ball to Gibson a lot. It doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm going to go with Damian Pierce. Nice. I like and, it. Uh, so, so you, you mentioned Collins before, and I was actually, I wrote this down. I wanted to ask you, would you start Nico Collins or George Pickens? Nico Collins. I, better quarterback. And, uh, they'll be trailing. They'll be, th- I think they'll be throwing it around a lot. I really do. Uh, okay. Pittsburgh will be trailing too, but. Mitch just isn't reliable at all. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I got you, I got you. How about this one, Cooks or Terry McLaurin? That is a great one. Yeah, it's tough. That's a tough one. I couldn't figure that one out. I got to go Terry. All right, Scary Terry, F1, baby. Yeah, I got to go Terry. I feel like he could eat Jacksonville alive. Yeah, that's a that's – a, uh, he wants to, to be fed. He wants to go off. <laughs> He, you know what I mean. He's and honestly, like we're we're big fans of F one over here. So it's kind of you know we we're, we're big fans of Brandon Cooks too. But I, I think I would go F one too there, bro. Yeah, I, I'm faced with a couple of Terry McLaurin start sit situations myself, and I feel like if I sit him, I'm going to end up missing one of his biggest games of the season. Yeah, it kind of works that way, right? Especially always. With yeah, and like earlier when you mentioned uh, Damian Harris in New England. His injuries, his minor injuries, are what kept me from winning a few matchups last last season. You know, he'd get hurt. Then the next week, I'd be skeptical about playing him, so I'd start somebody else. And then that's when he goes off for three touchdowns, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's it's pain. It's pain. That is. It is, man. Um, all right, well, I'm glad that we covered that Colts-Texas games. I know, I know we're going to be paying close attention to that one as well, but uh, let's get into the Saints at the Falcons. I love this one, man. Uh, as you know, I got a ton of Kamara stock. I uh, didn't intend on it being that way in one league. I waited forever. I think I got him in like the seventh round because everybody thought he was going to be suspended. But, hey, I got him. I love him. And yeah. uh, I can't wait to see him run all over these guys, actually. So I'm juiced up for it. Uh, let's see. Saints options. Jameis Winston, QB2. I'm all in with that. Sure. Uh, I love Chris Olave. For me, he's my wide receiver one out of New, uh, New Orleans. Um, wow, that's also, some spice right there. Yeah, I think he's going to take over, man. The kid is unguardable. Michael Thomas has had his hammy issues in camp and practices today, don't practice tomorrow. And The one guy that's just been there steady Eddie is Chris Olave. So you don't you don't think Michael Thomas is going to return to the uh, the slant king role that he was once in with Drew Brees and all those guys. He'll still be that elite slant runner, right? Yeah. 
but he doesn't have that guy that can get the slant to him consistently. Right, right, right. So it's just not the it's, it's not the same. It's not. The yeah, same. I see. I see what you're saying right there. I think Jarvis will get some action too. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be much harder knowing when to play Jarvis. The only uh, receiving option I see being consistent here might be Olave. Okay. Um, Michael Thomas, or where you got him, you pretty much got to. But uh, I'm more excited to see Olave in this offense, man. What about you? Yeah, no, I, I'm honestly like I, I'd be a little hesitant to start Olave at first, but based off of where people are drafting Michael Thomas, you have to start him. Which I, I still think it's crazy how high he's going. So, uh, but I think Olave is the most talented one over there, and I think that they want to give the ball to Kamara, right? Like that's what they want their identity to be. Um, so like, I, I kind of agree with what you say. Like, it's kind of, it's going to be kind of a crapshoot with those guys, but I'm looking to see who Jameis finds that, like that security blanket with which one of the three is going to emerge as the, you know, like now Olave may be like a red zone, you know, like I seen, uh, him targeted in the preseason a lot near the end zone. I was like, okay, like he's got great hands, great route runner, short, you know, short burst. It's great. Um, I want to see who is the possession receiver. Like, is Jarvis Landry going to have a, a season like Juju Smith did a couple seasons ago, catching 9, 10, 11 balls a game just to keep the chains moving? Right. What about uh, tight end options? Adam Troutman or Jawan Johnson? Are no. you with any of those guys? Nope. Same. Yeah. Not, even th- not even thinking about them. Yeah, same here. You know, uh, maybe Troutman will do something later in the season if, you know, like if something happens to Michael Thomas, which I'm sure something will uh or Jarvis, you know, isn't doing what he's supposed to do. But, I I mean, Troutman had a role. He got hurt. They moved on without him, and now he's kind of an afterthought. But it's up to him for his reemergence, right? Right. What about over on the Atlanta side of the ball? Who are you playing? Uh, Pitts and I, Patterson, I, I'm not too sure. It depends on who I have. You know, like a lot of people are trusting him as, the, as their starting flex. And I – I don't know. I don't, you know what I mean? Like based off of some guys that I have on, on the bench, I, I, you know, like, uh, would you put Cordero Patterson in there over uh, a Kadarius Tony or, you know, somebody like that? No. Um, We're in a, we're in a couple leagues where it's just really wacky and you got, you know, three or four flex positions in those leagues. Yeah. Cause you know, your lineup isn't going to be as deep. So those are where I'm going with Cordero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, if I can stay away from him, I will wait and see approach here. Sure. I don't think that offense will run the way it did with uh, Mariota. It kind of ran through Patterson a lot with him still getting 50% of the snaps. Somehow right. got right. all the action, you know. Yep. But he's no spring chicken. At all. So only people I'm, I'm confident in on that side of the ball is Pitts. That's all it. right. So what about the kid, Drake London? You think he needs a little time to get like completely healthy? I do. I'm not. I'm not confident at all. You know, he he's played twice in the preseason and he got hurt both of them. I mean, it wasn't yeah. bad, but he's ouchy. Yeah, and I mean, they 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 dubbed him the wide receiver one. He's not even fully healthy. So, like, I mean, don't 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 rush. I mean, listen, they're they're gonna do what they want to do. They're they're the NFL organization. They know better than us, right? But don't rush the kid and put added stress and pressure on him. Like, hey you're the wide receiver one, you need to be on the field. Like, you just let the kid get healthy if he did do something to himself and, you know, let him be able to develop the ability to separate because that is something that I have not seen from him at all, college tape and preseason stuff. Yeah, I, I was surprised with them taking him as the number one receiver off the board with yeah with players like Olave and Wilson and even Jamison Williams, you know. But, hey, they did it now, you know. But if you got him, man, wait and see approach with him. Hopefully you didn't draft him early. Um, yeah, that's absolutely. It. Now, uh, that game, I expect the Saints to cover that. It's five-and-a-half-point spread right now. I think the Saints win by seven-plus. Over-under at 42-and-a-half, I think it goes under. I don't I don't think the Falcons will be able to score much at all. Okay, you think the Saints are just going to smother them, kill the clock, end the game, go home? Yeah. Hopefully with Kamara coming out to, you know, 40-point fantasy performance. Oh, my goodness. That would be absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. Absolutely. Like, that, there's really not – I think the Saints are going to do them up pretty good, um, <clears throat> smother them with what they got to do, you know, with what they have. And uh, I just think that 
you know, that's going to be uh, not, I don't think it's going to be too exciting of a game either, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I'm probably not going to be too, you know, too glued to that one or whatever. But let me ask you this, Michael Thomas or Rashad Bateman? Rashad Bateman. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. All right. How about uh, Cordell Patterson or Josh Jacobs? Oh, Josh Jacobs. It's easy for me. Okay. Yeah, I like that too. Um, yeah, so I actually think for some reason um, I, I, I really want to hear with the Colts and the Texans numbers what you have for like the over-under and, uh, you know, the spread on that. I, I think I, I, I failed to ask you what you thought about that. I was All right, so that game, I just think the number's too big. Houston is scrappy. It's the beginning of the season. Everybody's healthy. They're all ready to go. I think Houston covers that. It's at seven and a half right now. I think it'll be a close game. Could be a late score that makes it look a little worse, but I think that's a three-point game. Over under 46 and a half. Uh, I think it goes over. I got that okay. one at 28 to 24. Wow, bro. That's honestly like that's 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 lining up to be a really nice little, little game right there. I can't wait, man. I'm excited. They got a lot of fantasy relevant people on those teams so i'll definitely be checking that game out and looking uh you know to make some moves forward with my lineups absolutely bro lovey smith too like i'm so happy for him bro yeah man i'm just excited to see the beard bro, uh, the, that is the most glorious just like i mean definitely number one beard in the nfl yeah man like honestly like like don't you dare put no like dirty matt patricia beard near him Exactly. Don't let it get infected by none of that spiders meeting on his face. Exactly. Man. <laughs> yeah. it hasn't been washed in seasons. <laughs> Lovey Smith's beard probably smells like rose petals. It's and- definitely dryer sheets in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, bro. Yeah, no, I definitely can't wait to see Lovey uh, lead the Texans out there. And uh, a lot of new faces, not a lot of new places. So, uh, yeah, man, next, uh, next show we're going to get to the Ravens at the Jets, Jags, Commanders. Packers, Vikings, Giants, Titans, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, Cardinals, Bucks, Cowboys, Broncos, and Seahawks. Oh, a lot of points scored in those games. Bro, it's going to be crazy. What a full slate, man. I love it when there's no bye weeks when we start the season. Let's go. Yeah, man. And we got to get uh, we gotta get a, a DFS seg on the next one as well, man. Yeah, for sure. No, honestly, after we cover uh, the remaining games – um yeah definitely dive into that i would love to hear hear your thoughts on that for sure hell yeah all right man well listen it was a great show today and uh, i want to thank everybody out there that uh you know came through and joined us and uh thank you and i uh, hope you guys uh have a good rest of your night and we will definitely catch you on the flip side i think when will be that'll be uh friday right friday it is yeah friday is all right friday so it is. Stuff, be man. safe everybody league legends fantasy football <laughs>